Hello and welcome back to the CC Pro podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing the price action in the 12 months before the halving. We have seen a huge run from Bitcoin this year, peaking at over $44,000, up 173% since January the 1st. And a lot of members have been asking, is this normal? Is this because of the ETF? Or is there something else driving this price rise? So we thought we'd look back at previous halvings, go all the way back to 2012 when the first halving took place and discuss how price action normally performs before a halving. For anyone that's new to Bitcoin or crypto, the halving is when the block reward is halved every four years. So when miners mine new blocks on the blockchain, the amount of Bitcoin they're rewarded with is cut in half. It means the supply added to the network every single day will go from 900 Bitcoins to 450 in April 2024. The current block reward is 6.25 Bitcoin per block mined by miners. If you want to know more about the halving, we do have some videos and a podcast all about it, so make sure to check them out. Okay, so let's talk about the first ever Bitcoin halving in November 2012. Bitcoin was still relatively new at that point, very few people used it or talked about it, and it was used mostly on the internet to buy things. In the 12 months leading up to the first halving, Bitcoin's price was very volatile, with several peaks and troughs. However, the overall trend was upwards as more people became aware of what Bitcoin actually was. In the year leading up to November 2012's halving, Bitcoin rose from around $2 to $12, a massive 500% increase in just that year alone. But just before the halving, in October 2012, Bitcoin dropped over 20%, just as we got close to the halving. And in the 14 months after the halving, Bitcoin pumped almost 1,000% to a price of around $1,250. Okay, so we fast forward now to July 2016. Once again, price is volatile, but as usual, if you've been in crypto for a long time, you know that this volatility is to be expected. Volatility on the downside can be difficult to stomach, but if you dollar cost average, the volatility on the upside makes it all worthwhile. Now, the 12 months leading up to July 2016, Bitcoin's price ranged from around $250 to $750, with some major dips in there as well. This time around, Bitcoin actually dumped after the halving, with Bitcoin's price dropping over 30% in the two months after the halving. There was also significant dips before the halving, with 15% drop and a 40% drop, all within the 12 months leading up to the event. Despite this, the trend from 12 months before July 2015 to the halving in July 2016, the trend was pretty much an uptrend. And then after the halving, it did drop, but then it went on to pump to $19,783 in 2017. Once again, an almost a 1000% rally from the bear market low. Okay, and then to the May 2020 halving, which most members will probably be familiar with. Bitcoin's price had already experienced significant price action in the months leading up to the event, with Bitcoin rising from $4,000 in April 2019 to almost $9,000 in March 2020. However, there was the COVID-19 crash, and we saw Bitcoin's price fall from $9,000 all the way to below $4,000 at its lowest. However, this $4,000 
was probably one of the best buying opportunities in Bitcoin's history because it immediately bounced back and it went on a massive run. So from March 2020, Bitcoin pumped over 150% to the halving in May. It then went on to go on a massive rally. So from the halving, Bitcoin was priced around $9,300 and it peaked at over $64,000 in April 2021. Now, as you all know, Bitcoin then went on to make a new all-time high in November 2021. It's $69,000. Bitcoin had a massive drop in the summer of 2021, dropping over 50%. So, so far in Bitcoin's history, we've had three halvings. And many people debate whether the impact of the supply shock is actually what drives price, or if it's more to do with global liquidity and what's going on in the macro world. We also have the Bitcoin halving happen every time there's a US presidential election, which also could be a key factor because typically there's more liquidity, people are feeling better about money in the run-up to an election, because obviously the politicians want you to feel like that, so that you vote for them and stay in office. For me, I think it's undeniable that the Bitcoin halving has an impact on price. Any asset on the planet where you cut supply, price always rises if demand stays stable. If demand also increases, that's where you see the massive Bitcoin rallies because people come into the market around the halving or after the halving when prices start rising, and that forces price even higher. So while there's a lot of respected people that question the halving narrative, for me, it's still a major impact on price. The other thing that's clear when you look at price action over the last few halvings is Bitcoin's price is always going to be volatile. It goes up massively, and it has big 50, 60, 70% crashes. That's just life in Bitcoin, unfortunately. There is no real way to predict whether there'll be a halving pre-dump or if it'll come after the halving, as we've saw before. Most likely, I would expect a dump in the first quarter of next year, and that's just due to the fact that the economy is weaker in the US, and that's probably where we're going to see a big market crash. That'll then lead to the Fed printing loads of money, which will cause the Bitcoin price to rise dramatically after the halving. So that typically makes sense for me. Quarter one next year is also when we're expected to get ETF news. So it would be likely that that is a sell the news event, which would also hurt the price of Bitcoin. So if I had to make an assessment on when I expect a dump in the coming six months, I would expect it to be in Q1 of 2024 pre-halving. The 2016 halving saw a dump after the event. But for me, everyone's so aware of the halving now with social media talking about it all the time. There's a Bitcoin halving clock that goes around a lot. I think everyone is waiting for the halving to start FOMOing into Bitcoin. There's a lot of retail investors still on the sidelines that haven't bought yet because they know the halving is so significant that I think after that event, we'll see a lot of FOMO and price action. And then that takes us to when the top is likely to be for Bitcoin. The top generally comes in around a thousand days from the market bottom, which puts us at October 2025. And once again, that makes total sense because the halving is a month earlier than last time and last time the peak was in November 2021. So overall, Bitcoin's price is extremely volatile. We've seen massive swings both pre and post halving in the past. This is where it becomes so important to zoom out and focus on dollar cost averaging. 
because then you don't get shaken out by these intraday moves. If you look at any Bitcoin chart on the monthly or even the weekly scale and zoom out as far as you can, it's up and to the right. And this is only going to continue as supply gets cut in half next year and demand continues to increase. This year has been massively bullish for Bitcoin, up over 170% at its peak. But for me, there has also been a narrative shift. Smart money now wants Bitcoin. That's why there's so many ETF applications. Smart money like BlackRock, who controls $11 trillion worth of assets, wants Bitcoin. That's a significant move for Bitcoin long term. Yeah, we still have massive regulatory challenges in the States, but that's largely due to the banking sector and politicians want to grip hold of power for as long as possible. Bitcoin continues to challenge traditional banks and politicians, and with smart money now taking attention and Wall Street trying to get involved with Bitcoin, that's just putting more pressure on the traditional system, and they don't like it. And that's why there's so many challenges in Congress. The next Bitcoin halving is just 126 days away. It's forecasted to be on April the 18th, but that date may change. One thing's for sure is the Bitcoin halving is going to be a massive event for everyone in crypto. Whether it truly is the cause of the price rise or not, it doesn't matter. Everybody's watching for this date to FOMO into Bitcoin, and 2025 is going to be a massive year. I hope that helps explain price action over the last halvings, going all the way back to November 2012. Thanks very much for listening. We'll catch you again soon.